Hey, this is Paige from Disasteratic, letting you know this podcast and all episodes are available on iTunes. If you enjoyed it, then subscribe and give a like. Follow us on Twitter at Disasteratic. Give the team some feedback. Enjoy the episode. Disasteratic, the podcast that explains about films and TV. We give it a review. Hopefully, everybody enjoys it. If not, then we have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> nice fret to start it off. <laughs> so, let's meet our teams for tonight. You got Old Man Page. <laughs> what? <laughs> old Man Page. I don't know what's going on with that, actually. Well, yeah, Page and me. Hi, Page. Okay. And we've got Stez. Hi, Paige. <laughs> it's difficult to know what to say back. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, so we got Glenn. Hi, Paige. You hi. Okay? I'm good, thank you. God, God. Hi, Glenn, by the way. Oh, hi, Stas. Hi, yeah. didn't see that. <laughs> We've all met each other now. So this uh, podcast is to do with the uh, a TV show that we're going to go into. We've got a question as well. Mm. Uh, anything that you want to bring up before we... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. A slight addendum into? from last week. I was I was massively wrong. If you don't die from the lethal injection, you're not free. Oh right, okay. <laughs> you are still. On I, d- I did think it sounded crazy. The reason when I got you said it. the reason I got mixed up is there was a big high profile case in the states where some guy's still on death row, like two years after he'd actually had the lethal injection, right. but he's not been put to death yet because it's still going through the courts and everything about oh, whether so, he should be. So it still could happen. That it, it yeah, could potentially. Be yeah, because it's going through courts. And again, double jeopardy. <laughs> right, well, let's crack on. I've got some films you can watch. I've got some TV shows you know. Thank you, Paige. That was that was lovely, that one. It's all right. Um, <laughs> different. So uh, this week, it was my choice to put a TV show forward. Uh, so I chose Doom Patrol. Set after the events of the Titans... Uh, the Doom Patrol consists of Robot Man, Negative Man, Elastic Woman, Crazy Jane, and new recruit Cyborg, led by Dr. Niles Calder, receive a mission to stop the supernatural villain known as Mr. Nobody from taking over the world. Yeah, basically, it's uh, based off the, from the DC Universe. How would you describe it in the best way? I mean, this one's it's, it's like a comedic look at it, isn't it? It's got that kind of out-there kind of characters. Yeah, yeah, so, it's, it's got interesting characters, hasn't it? Mm. But... But they're not like your typical superhero, um, kind yeah, goody goody superhero. Yeah, but they've also not got the typical powers as well. You know, like you've got um, say Superman, or you've got someone like Wonder Woman in the DC universe. Yeah. They've got these very very obvious powers that they've got. Superman can fly, strong. Yeah, he's just overpowered. In this, you've got a guy who's a robot, mm. yeah. Robot Man. That's his. Superpower? Yeah. He's about as superpowered as Batman, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's strong. He can't strong. feel pain, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not um, the typical, as you said, like, the typical powers, but they, they, they've sort of been given these abilities. <laughs> well, well, they've kind of been <laughs> hindered by their um, powers, I kind of saw it. So, mm. so uh, even though they've got these superpowers, 
it's kind of like they preferred a life beforehand of a fashion I kind of got. Yeah, you had Robot Man. Yeah. He was a race car driver, dead rich. He's, he had a family. Fair enough, he wasn't the best of his family. Yeah, and and his family weren't the best back to him. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now he wakes up as a robot that can't feel anything. So he's kind of like proper depressed. You've also got the actress who, who was um, Elasta Woman. Yeah. Who was, uh, she was a dead beautiful actress. And Still now, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, her face melts. Is that the best way of putting um, it? Her, her version of like Elastigirl, essentially, that's the name, isn't it? Yeah. The thing. But she's far and away different or far removed from, say, um, Mr. Fantastic from Fantastic Four and his kind of elasticity. Yeah. It's more her body just kind of not melts as such, but it's becomes a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> to a massive blob. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a blob, yeah, yeah. That's the best way of putting it. Um, but do you not think she might learn those powers at a later date, though? Oh, yeah, How yeah. long has it been? Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Well, she's, been she's, been, yeah. she's been in this condition. That's the way That's where you've got to look at it. You can't look at it as being superpowers. It's, it, it, they, they are like abilities not being given to normal human beings. True. They've been given these, these but not like disabilities, but like these, these afflictions, these possibly symptoms. Mm. Yeah, yeah, symptoms is probably that are not, yeah. they don't, well, they don't look at it at themselves as like they, these abilities are going to help. These abilities are there and they've had to sway away from society. Like, yeah. like some of the shit mutants in um, X-Men. Yes. <laughs> but that's, the, that's the way it looks like. It's not like they're there to become superheroes or anything like that. They're just trying to live with the conditions that they've been given. And when you, when you said about her not knowing how to control her powers or anything like yes. that, or powers, we're going to have to call them powers for now, um, she was, you, you kind of find out not just her, all of them in there haven't actually been out into the outside world. Mm. Yeah. So she's never had that kind of, well, obviously since the incident or since she went to uh, join uh, Dr. Calder, they've never actually been out there to try these powers out in a, in a strange way. She sees it as completely as an affliction, doesn't she? She doesn't yeah. see any good in it whatsoever. Yeah, mm. definitely. Mm. Let's you get, can't let's... think they're all like that, though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Stez, this was yours uh, to pick yeah. this week. How did it come about that you wanted to use this for the episode basically I'd seen that uh, Umbrella Academy had come out recently as well uh, it was created by Gerard way way back in the day the lead singer of My Chemical Romance which instantly turned Glenn off it because yeah. he's the lead singer of My Chemical Romance um, so I saw that saw it was getting alright reviews but then I also saw Doom Patrol was getting good, really good reviews at the time and I thought yeah it's got Alan Tudyk in it it's got um, uh, Brendan Fraser like back from Literally the back end of beyond retirement. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he was forced retirement or yeah. not, you know. Yeah, it was just the whole idea that they had these people yeah. in there. Who, I, I like Alan Tudyk. I like a lot of the things he's in. I do like Tudyk? Um, <laughs> Tudyk around. Yeah, I had to watch a video before today to work out how to actually pronounce his last name. Who's that? Uh, Wash from uh, Firefly. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. His, his last name's Tudyk. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, well, much. not really. It depends how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but you just don't use both eyes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that was I'm sure he's heard him all before, so yeah. I don't think he'd be slacking him off. <laughs> I haven't really heard that many two dicks and jokes, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare. It's a very recognition. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I did realise I... I kind of jumped straight into this. I didn't actually mention the director for this episode. Anyway, obviously they're going to have different directors through the series, as most of them do. Uh, it's Glenn Winter, 
who uh, seems to be, from what I've seen of his catalogue and that, seems to be like a go-to for Warner Brothers to direct DC stuff. All right. So he's directed episodes of The Flash, Supergirl, Arrows, Titans. So he's like literally there. He must have some sort of good knowledge of the DC universe mm-hmm. to keep being brought back, either that or he's cheap. Yeah, or they don't have many directors at Warner Bros. I, I think I, it's maybe quite it's like a big company. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's back, back on their success. Mm. Isn't it? So I think like on his previous ones that he's done. Yeah, possibly. It must have yeah. been like, oh, that, that got high ratings, so keep him. Yeah, that's got a surname Winter as well. Yep. And the first name Glenn. Thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. The showrunner as well, so obviously the person who's keeping it all together is Jeremy Carver, and he's oh, yeah. produced and wrote on Supernatural. That was his big one, his big long running one. Uh, also, Frequency and. Nope. The US remake of Being Human, which I'm assuming is pretty shit because yeah, um, anytime they remake British stuff, it tends not to go all too well. By the office. Be, Being Human is the one where there's like a werewolf, werewolf vampire, vampire and a ghost. And, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, have you two heard of the actual um, program? Uh, the fact that it was being made into a TV series before it actually did get released. Because I know you didn't, hadn't actually heard of it no, at all. I've never heard of it, mate. Whereas no. you'd actually read the comics, so you knew a bit about it. Well, I've I've watched um, Titans on Netflix, mm. and one of the episodes in Titans actually brought up the Doom Patrol, where um, Rachel in the series who played who's an actor who turns out to be Raven went to a house. Oh. This is a bit of a spoiler, really. For but, Titans. Um, well, for well, so, yeah, for Titans, yeah, yeah. It's not great. But... So you only got like a brief like one episode of uh, it's called Doom Patrol actually the episode. Mm. Uh, so you sort of get an inkling of um, all these characters that are in there. I don't think they're played by the same actors that, that are in this. We'll get into that anyway. That sounds a bit strange. But that um, does sound a bit strange. But, um, Unless it hasn't been casted at that point. But that's true, yeah. And two so, of them are kind of obscured anyway. So. I, I sort of saw that. I didn't, I didn't expect it to come out as a, a TV series mm-hmm. as well. But the main reason I know about Doom Patrol really is from the DC comic books. Yeah. Uh, they're not massive. About as big as Suicide Squad. You see, I've it's never not heard, a big heard player. of the Doom Patrol comics before. It's not a big player. No. Suicide Squad wasn't a big player either. Yeah, but but I think I think Suicide Squad, I did hear of Suicide Squad, but I mean, this one, not heard anything at all. Like, even on Wikipedia, it doesn't even mention that it's part, uh, based on a comic. Mm. Which right. is a bit strange. Well, it's just the casting I thought was unreal. The amount yeah. of people in it, it's just like, it's so famous. Timothy mm-hmm. Dalton. Yeah, I saw him straight away and I thought, who is he? And he was driving me crazy. <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah. I was looking at him thinking, who is he? Who is he? And Sarah just walked in. She's never even watched any Bond films. Yeah. She just walked in and went, oh, it's Bond. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's that Alan as well. Yeah, oh. Alan Tudyk, who's... um. He, he does the uh, narration of the begin, well, yeah. over the uh, thing. And you sort of don't realise because he's putting a decent accent on. Yeah. And he got Matt Bomer as well. He, well he, he's done uh, American Horror Story. Has he done that? Yeah. Yeah, he was in that. Uh, he's in that. He, he did White Collar. Two Dick and Boner. Boma. Two, two, oh, two Boma. Dick and Boma, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bomer did like the whole of the, uh, it, I think it's like five series of um, White Collar. The woman who's in it, Candy from. Uh, Two and a half men. men. Yep. We had, a, we had a Rose from Two and a Half Men last week. It's Candy yeah. from Two and a Half Men this week. <laughs> the big love interests in yeah. those. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And uh, of course, uh, big old Brandon. 
literally big old Brandon yeah, as well. Do you think that's a fat suit? It must be a fat suit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not having that. He's let himself go that much. I know. Do you think he's in in the because um, he becomes the the robot? No, it's played by a different person in the robot. He does the voice for it. It's the I, same with uh, Matt Bomer doing the voice for Negative Man. There's someone else playing the actual character. Oh, right, okay. Because I was thinking that he probably, you know, put on a lot of uh, wood. It's not wood, is it? No, no. Timber. No, no. Timber, that's it. <laughs> He's well, put on a lot of timber just so he could hold that suit. Well, even it's... timber doesn't wobble that much. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he's massive, in it? How does he win car races? I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> a he's... hell of a lot of drag, isn't it? It's like he takes Sat up the down. full front of the car. <laughs> if you jump to it and down, that's, you're obviously going to get weight put on that. Yeah, yeah it's got to yeah. be that. <laughs> even though I say it's a fat suit, but, but there is a scene later on, so okay, nice. where, where it shows him in there, and it doesn't look like a fat suit. It looks like he's... Uh, it is actually his... It's his body. Hmm. We see him. Fat birthday suit. It's fat birthday suit. I'll be honest, he, I don't know how old he is, but he looks good for his age, although he has put on all, all this weight. Mm. But he suits it. He suits that role. I think he really does. <laughs> he suits that role. <laughs> Terrible. Got it. Yeah, got it. Yeah. But the only just thing just obviously because you can't see it at home, Glenn did actually point out a belly roll as yeah, well, yeah, just in yeah. case we didn't get that. That, <laughs> that you wish he had, but he's got too many abs. Well, I was wondering why they weren't allowed to laugh straight I think could be muscle. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that is miss, missing from... I'm, I don't know, actually, I might be wrong here, but the only thing that was missing from that was like a, the uh, the mullet. That's the only thing I could have yeah. thought. That's all he needed, and he would have been the perfect... Did you not have a mullet? I don't know, I can't remember now. Well, well, I'm sure he had a mullet. 80s, Did he? Weren't it? Yeah, it was the 80s. I'm sure he has a mullet. You can't get away with him not having a mullet in the 80s. He might yeah, have. Yeah. He definitely had a mullet. Well, yeah, he's a NASCAR driver as well. No, I no just... offence to the southerners of uh, the States, if you're listening. I like, I like the Classic. hairstyle. Yeah. Less said about Paige, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Business at the back. Party at the front. <laughs> Is that the right way around? No, the wrong way around. No. <laughs> <laughs> Business at the front, party at the back. Ah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, are there any more famous people? What about the um, the woman who the multiple personalities? The, uh, Crazy uh, Jane, Split Girl. Uh, I, I don't know what she's been in no. really before. No. Diane Guerrero, her name is. Mm. I don't really recognise her from anything else. She's from Orange Is the New Black. Ah, well, they are. They'll get some hits ha- on that. Hashtag Netflix. Do you not think um, uh, part of the way that D- at the end of the day DC is going to have a big fan base, isn't it? So, do you not think it's just them just coming out and just watching them? All these programs, yours, of course. It's on the yeah. DC universe, DC universe streaming, uh, streaming site. site, yeah. And if you've watched Flash and if you've watched Supergirl, what's it called? Things Arrow. Of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. yeah, Arrow. If you hear about this and realise that it's from DC, you're going to go, "All oh, right, might give this a try." So it's going to do well. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to do well. Yeah. Could do, you could do, you watch do. anything else and you think you know this this, this the, the um cast the what's it called the introduction. What did it remind you of? The introduction gave me a massive kiss, kiss, bang, bang kind of feel where Mr. Nobody is doing narration. But when he was doing that intro, it's very similar to Robert Downey Jr.'s intro uh, at the beginning of um, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang in the sense that he's describing what's going on, but also Mm. very fourth wall breaking in in talking to the audience as opposed to just doing a narration. He's Yeah. It's like, oh, right, I didn't mention this is me, etc. And I'm, I'm... a bit evil yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just like completely out there with exactly what's going on and it also gave me a bit of a vibe with that fourth wall break is do you think dc have done this 
on the back of how successful Deadpool have been for, has been for Marvel with little forced wall breaks and things like that. If they're going to keep that narration up throughout. Um, it's, I thought it was, a, it was a fresh aspect. I really did. Mm. I don't think they were going towards like the Deadpool. No, I just thought I it, just, in no, that kind of fourth I, I wall see, I see your hint towards mm. it, though. I'm not saying yeah. it's exactly the same. It's very, no, very no. different tonally to Deadpool. I definitely see your hint towards it, though. No, I, I don't think they were trying to follow the Deadpool route. I just felt that they needed like a, a fresh break from what they've been experiencing on the previous yeah. unsuccessful films. And they were just trying to think how to make it interesting. For... Mm. Keep it cheaper, make a series. Yeah. Well, anyway, when you bring a new group together, mm. you know, like it's been done so many times, like bringing a new, uh, like, uh, origin story for a group mm. of um, whatever you want to call them. Misfits. Um, People. Yeah. Um, I guess you have to try and go down a bit of a, a fresh route to make it not seem like all of us, really, though, don't mm. you? And I kind of thought that's how it kind of felt. Yeah, I thought the narration worked yeah. in that respect. Yeah. Like you, he was having one person who wasn't actually part of the group mm. discussing the process of what's coming to be happening as yeah. well, mm. and obviously breaking that fourth wall mm. to talk to the people who are watching it and making you feel like, okay, I, I need to be invested in watching this. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you had the comedic elements of it throughout yeah. because obviously it's these people trying to find a way and everything mm. like that, and it's bouncing off each other as well as it goes on. Yeah, but, yeah they were dropping a lot of comedy. Yeah, but there was quite a lot of dark moments, and it wasn't dark as in black humour, dark no. comedy. It was quite, not not horrific or anything like that, but just no. some of the moments where they were just like, oh, shit, you went there. Cool, okay. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, just, yeah. you weren't expecting them to go quite as dark, even though it's DC, and DC thrives on darkness. Well, the films yeah. do try yeah. to go that exactly. way. Yeah. Mm. That's what I thought when I was watching it. It, was just, it also seemed a bit of a mismatch in the sense that it just it flew from one to the other quite quickly, quite easily, without any kind of structure. Yeah, it got it was, a point it, there, yeah. It was mainly like the, what do you call it, origin stories for each character. Yeah, exactly. They had to do everything it. at once yeah. to get it. And I mean, the whole mm. idea, the, the, the episode name is Pilot. So yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's literally like just saying... This is the opening scene. You know, you, mm. you, it's a completely new set of characters, like you said. So they have to basically explain where all these have come from. Other, other places, other, I think TV shows have done it in the sense of they've done it over episodes. So people would be in there as a character and then they hit that note earlier, uh, sorry, later on in episodes and things like that. Mm. I think we'll find out little bits about them in further episodes, but I actually think that they've done this now so they can just focus on the actual group as a whole. story. Yeah. Yeah. Get it out of the way and then get into the story, which, yeah, pretty much. But also try to keep people's attention. Because sometimes doing a backstory, people have seen so many superhero stuff over and over again. You've seen so many backstories. It's just become almost... (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Just Mm. get them all in. They did the main set, Dalton, obviously, but that's going to be more of the mystery, I think, Yeah, where he's come from. I think that's where it's going to be picked up on that. Because he it's is basically, he's like a father figure to him, he's isn't like he? He's like Professor X, isn't he? He doesn't seem quite as uh, accommodating as Professor well, X. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a bit harder on them, I'd say. Your first interaction of the character is Alan Tudyk. And he comes, Tudyk. Ac- and he comes across a random person in, I don't know, was it a, in German, German, uh, yeah, it's German Baker, was it? Yeah. Uh, like sorry, a Nazi it. Baker. Back in the 90s or something? Uh, no. was it? Was it before no, that? 90s. It's like the 40s or something. Was it? Well, there was still of course it would be, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. 
And that's how we came into it. I thought that little, what's it called, that little building that was inside the little... Was oh, you mean the little chamber, chamber thing you went into? Yeah. The, the, do- the Dr. Manhattan chamber. I know, he, he, he was talking, he says, are you okay? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. always vibrate around <laughs> my face. There's technically mad scientists that turns him into, like, summit, doesn't he? Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Okay, and how would you describe Mr. Nobody? Well, you don't know. You don't know until it's right near the end is when he actually appears. Good shout, You've never yes. seen him. Yes, so you don't see him, don't you? You just, you just hear his narration still. Yeah, yeah. So you know he survived in a way, or he's somewhere. Yeah. So from then you jump forward to, is it the 1980s? The 80s, 88. 1988. Yeah. Um, where we see uh, Mr. Fraser. So he's an NASCAR racer, and mm. all of a sudden something happens. Well, no. Before before you see that, he's obviously he's he actually cuts to his home, doesn't it? Yes. Um, he's got a nice his, home. His wife is looking for him. Well, looking for the um, maid. maid. We see him and the maid uh, coitus. Did you notice the little visual joke as well when they just when he's just about to come, and it cuts to her near the pool, walking past, and just like a little sprinkler going off next to her, <laughs> just like a little fountain. <laughs> do, do, of water do you think going that was on purpose? Like, oh Jesus! Your cotton oh, yeah. was on purpose. Yeah, it's perfectly positioned. I'll do just wait because she she gets to the door and the maid answers straight away. Yeah. How did he get upstairs to the kid? He's superhero. Well, well, or that's what I thought. Problem. I thought is that his power, and then I find out he's this big, very slow robot later on, and as he doesn't actually have a power. How did he get upstairs that fast? As opposed to a big, very slow NASCAR driver. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, he goes driving. He gets off put, should we say? Racing. He goes racing, not just driving out in the countryside <laughs> or something. <laughs> so okay. He's in the middle nice. of a race. Yeah. His, his wife starts saying that she was shagging his um, yeah, his head mechanical, which puts him off. Car, he hits the car in front. The car swerves, flips over, and blackout. Black. Blackout. Yeah. Yeah. From there, it cuts to him opening his eyes and seeing. Was it Timothy Dalton at that moment? Well, if you uh, notice the. Uh, the screen size was uh, curved round the edges, so yeah. you knew something was happening because it wasn't the same. Yeah, sort of like a visor, that yeah. kind of like letterbox mm. kind of. And he didn't say much, and he was trying to be coaxed in. Once he was trying mm. to be coaxed in, how to be how to move his body again and to speak, how to. Yeah, where he's trying to teach I him to really... speak, and he just goes, "Fuck, it's 1995." Yeah. Or something. And he goes, "Now say this word." He draws all the He just said about four sentences <laughs> no. before you hit that up. <laughs> I'm sure he knows to say up. <laughs> but at that point, obviously, you meet Rita as well because she's speaking to him, uh, Elastigirl. And you see her sat down watching old films. And at that point, you don't yeah. actually put the connection together that mm. these are actually her, her acting in those films. She's made it as a, a quite famous actress. This is Elastigirl. Uh, she travels to um, Africa where they use the people there Ooh. in that area, which yeah. is not very well known of right now, so it must have been very long time ago. The locals. And she doesn't really get on with the uh, one of the... Grips, uh, is it? Or something? No, I sound thought, engineers. I, I thought it was just cameraman. I thought it was the cameraman. Was it just yeah. actually yeah. the cameraman? Not the best cameraman it, around, but she couldn't get the facts off that this was an amputated arm. Mm. Her demise was that she turned into an ugly blob. But the fact that she just insulted everyone. Yeah. yeah, and then she falls in the water, and then it's like, "Is no one going to help her?" And then people are just like looking, like, "No, yeah, be better." I'd do. She's worth a yeah. lot of money, so then they do. Yeah. But she'd already been taken over. I thought by... they should have jumped in. I was like, "Come on, someone jump in!" And <laughs> no. they were like standing around, saying, "You're the nearest. Why don't you get yeah. in?" The worst was the, the actual actor on the boat. She was supposed on to be getting boat, on. Yeah. He's watching. You know, it's like yeah. I'll, I'll you're go. there. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. That. I thought that was Eventually, he jumps scene. in and gets her. But... Yeah, it didn't quite make sense to me. No, that, that bit. 
to just ignore her. She's like, she gets on the and I, I understand the people who she slagged off ignoring her, but there was loads of people there that could have gone in. To yeah. be fair, though, I would have ignored her. I just think they're an adult. They can swim. Well, it's no, right near no, the side. No, not, not necessarily. Not all adults can swim, though, can they? Not? Yeah, but after like an accident not like all. that, you might have got shock or you might have hit your head off falling yeah. awkwardly and mm. been knocked out or something like that. And then uh, yeah. the negative man, or what the his real name, Larry Trainer. It's, it shows him and he's an American god, as he's been described by uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And he was an airline pilot. Airline pilot? Airline pilot. That's a good start. <laughs> he was an airline pilot. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was more of a... It was wartime, wasn't it? Uh, well, it, to me, it looked like um, it looked like the tests of what they used to do before NASA, actually. Uh, like they were testing, actually, how high these planes could go. And they did those type of tests around the time where they were sending rockets. Um, just rockets. Just rockets. Like, like, like fireworks. Mm. But obviously it, it builds on his backstory in the sense that it shows him, he crashes, the plane crashes because he passes out in the cockpit. Yeah. And he's, he's literally... Cosmic radiation goes yeah. through the plane. Yeah, and he's literally burning alive, but the cosmic out. radiation is keeping him alive. Mm. Yeah. That's his backstory. backstory. That's pretty much what it shows. And then it, it does cut back later on where he he's basically described as like already thinking he's a monster before the incident happens because yeah. basically he's gay with his is it his like is his test pilot buddy or something like that i don't know what kind of like role this guy's playing yeah. the thing with that is because it was of the time so it was like the 50s 40s yeah. 50s yeah, it like when he looks quite long ago yeah um so obviously at the time that was frowned upon mm. and so he had to do it in secret and so yeah. you've got he's got that part of his backstory which is not really explored too much no so that's the three backstories it yeah. covers, really. Mainly, yeah. Yeah, and then we do get introduced to Crazy Jane. This is way in the future. This is this like is the after, 20... This is present day. Isn't yeah, it? present day. So mm. you just hear a bit, a bit of commotion. Uh, Rita, both Rita and um, Larry already know about her. There you go, she's back. Yeah, exactly, whereas Brendan doesn't. So it must yeah. have been a hell of a long time since she'd been there. So, but it does obviously doesn't make, touch on that. That didn't make sense either. Mm. Like, she, they know her as, oh God, she's back. Like, after what, like 20 years? Exactly. How yeah. long has yeah. she been gone for? <laughs> <laughs> she went missing as a four-year-old <laughs> and she was yeah. hell then. You know? <laughs> and then she, remember her names. Hmm. So um, yeah, she's there and she's got 64 different personalities. So it, it basically does say that each one of her personalities has got a special a power, power, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're only really introduced to, I think, four. You see you see one right at the beginning, you don't know who that is. And then, as the narrator says in, like, three, you're going to meet Hammerhead. Yeah. And Hammerhead's basically a dick. You do meet the hangman's daughter, I think she calls it. Uh, oh, yeah. The really maudlin really one where she's one. painting. Yeah, yeah she's and, crying about the painting. Yeah. She stood outside painting in the rain, the dick. Yeah. Just take it inside. And crazy Jane. <laughs> Plain Jane. And then there's that, fl- that, that flame woman. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot about that. No, no. Is, that, is that one of the oh, people's yeah. powers Possibly. that we've already met? Or is that a new character that we've not met? I reckon that's one of the new ones. Unless it is Jane's actual. I did like the whole idea that when they were walking around town, I don't know if you noticed it, especially when Robot Man, massive, like, metal man yeah. walking around talking having a conversation and that people didn't really bat an island it was no. just kind of like a, no. a kind of like a, a cursory glance at him and that but because it's based within the DC universe and therefore superman is well known and wonder woman's well known flash mm, is well known possibly. people know of these people possibly so they're just looking yeah. at it, it's like oh god i know one of them well i was <laughs> i was thinking that it could be something like a, a, a comic con was coming on and he was getting dressed up or he was yeah. doing something for a business locally and getting inside a robot suit i mean that's that could be easy possible no. Do, do, do you That's actually I think? I, I do like the whole idea that 
because all these superheroes do belong in this universe mm. and all belong in this world. Uh, and yeah, yeah, but you say, you say that if you if you okay. still saw one of them, yeah, mm. even if Superman and that was about, you would still be yeah, as as in you would with any kind of celebrity, yeah, but definitely to a point you wouldn't like be going oh my god and freak out or anything like that no one does you know like, like I said one, I think I saw one person turn around and get to watch him and that's yeah. about it anyone pay attention to the soundtrack I do like Anderson no no did you not notice uh, it played People Are Strange by The Doors oh yeah that was right at the end wasn't it that, that song has been so overused in it has been overused in, in TV yes. and film I mean I, I just literally did a Google search it just the first two minutes of like searching I found Forrest Gump Lost Boys which was a cover by Echo and the Bunnymen uh, the Watch and Deliver Us From Evil. They've all been yeah. in the last few years. Just stay like that. It's yeah, like, it has, there could it be has a lot more. Quite a lot, yeah. Mm. I, w- I actually would like to watch it because I felt it had that good comedic side as well as where's the storyline going. Don't know much, too much about Doom Patrol. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely up for watch, watching another episode. I wasn't massively struck on it. I, I will keep watching it. I'll give it a go in that. But I didn't think it was quite as good as the reviews have been giving it. You know, like IMDb, I did not like nine point something yeah. when I watched it. Well, as cool. did um, Rotten Tomatoes, also nine ninety something percent. And to me, I was thinking, oh well, this is going to be amazing. And it it was easy watching; it was good to watch. But I wouldn't say it was stunning. It wasn't a, a Game of Thrones. It wasn't a yeah. Westworld. It's, it's, it's a different. Um, yeah, it's, it's not quite the same type of program. Well, no, though, I know, but I know, but I'm saying it's not that type of program, isn't it? True. No. Yeah, it's, if you're into your comic books, then yeah, definitely give it a decent. What watch. would you say it's um, uh, the new Adventures of Superman? Good. What with the one with uh, <laughs> Lois yeah. Dean Cain? Yeah, from the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing can touch that man. But, but but that's what I mean. That's what you should be comparing it to. To me, it's that type of program. Yeah, or your Flash, or you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. My opinion, I I I didn't really like it, mate. I, th- I thought I thought it was a bit um, bog standard. I thought the effects was. The effects weren't good. great, no. They, mm. they were really poor effects. Uh, you talk Sometimes. about the comedic st- points to it. Mm. I thought they were very slim pickings, the comedic, comedic points well, to some it. Some points were forced in that. Special effects and stuff like that. A lot of the time, if it's a, a pilot, mm. you watch the next episode and all of a sudden things look a lot better. Yeah. Because yeah. a pilot, they're not going to put all their money into just doing it for the pilot. The whole idea of the pilot is to get people in, like, involved and drawn into it. Yeah. But if it's on the DCE, what was it, DC, DC Universe um, streaming, then yeah. really they've got to back themselves. They do. I'm assuming before it went on there, that episode has been, like, through test audiences and everything over and over again to try and make sure that they've got the best thing mm-hmm. possible. And you don't want to be spunking, like, 40 million up the wall. On effects, Spunk, spunking forty million of the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's the best no, I've ever heard. That I, I, do, I do agree with you. Maybe the effects might be better in in, in other episodes. Yeah. But it was really poor those effects, though. I mean, I mean, it was really putting me off the actual program. <laughs> the blob, like when she turned into a big blob, last the woman. Mm. The actual film, the blob from like the what, what's that, sixties or fifties? Fifties, I think. That looked better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was dreadful sometimes, well, it? and that really put me off. Do you know what's really entertaining me? An Go unknown on. super, well, an unknown heroes team. Yeah. Like, they're well-known actors. There must like be Brendan a reason Fraser. why they accepted that contract. There must be a reason, and I want to know why. That's I the have... only thing that's going to grip me. Right, know. okay, so one watch again. Are you watching again? I'll probably carry on watching it right. I, at I, some point. I have no interest whatsoever, so... Cool. All right, cool. Right. 
Let's wrap that up. That's a one and a half out of three then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that wraps up. Let's get ready for the next segment, please. It's Des. Thank you. To win the game, you must kill me, John Romero. (laughs) Getting to... Getting to... Getting to know you. Ah! Side effect. All right. Side effect. <laughs> I'm very quiet after that. <laughs> that was a jingle for this week. Thanks very much for doing that, Stas. No problem. Thanks for the help, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's four pints <laughs> worth of work. Though. Hey, Stes. Hey, Paige. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Thank I you. liked it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed better last night, though. Yeah, four pints. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Well, great. Here's a good question regarding uh, superpowers and how effective they can be. If you could imagine. If you had a superpower like telepathy, would you be able to understand another person from a different area? Say they can speak a different language. If you if your telepathy could work, could you understand them? Or would it be a different sort of effect where could you be able to interpret of what someone else was thinking? Or because they speak a different language... Would you not be able to understand what they're talking about or I, what they're thinking about? I've had this conversation with someone before. Have you? Right. Yeah. And I said, like, if, if you could read minds and that, you wouldn't be... I, I said that you wouldn't be able to read someone else's mind from a different, like, country unless you knew the language. Right. And they were saying, no, but you don't... They were saying, you don't think in your own language. It's, I said, that's the only way you know how to describe something. You're describing it to yourself in your brain. So if someone's trying to pick up on that, they're clearly picking up on the fact that you're speaking in English, essentially. Right. And if someone else doesn't know English, and they're, they're just going to think in their mother tongue, aren't they? But do you speak in your own language in your own brain, or do you just think the thoughts and you can understand what their thoughts are thinking? Not... I think I think in like words. If you're thinking of talking to someone in your brain, if you're thinking of things you've said or things that are happening or anything, I still think, because you have to describe it the only way you know how to describe it to yourself is within your mother tongue if you only know the one language like the majority of i can't think i i I speak english in my brain um i i I tend to disagree that you speak english do do you have a voice i'm not quite sure what language it is (laughs) (laughs) just tells me to do things But it gets angry a lot. (laughs) Burn them all. That's the thing, you'll be able to understand that they're being angry about something. So say that they're angry about the the colour blue, then you know from that aspect that you're not actually listening to, well, you're not listening to their thoughts in that language. You know that they don't like the colour blue. Yeah, but that's the thing though. I still can't, I just don't think I can grasp the idea that someone can think in, not, Words. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If you're thinking about, say, you're thinking about a guitar amp, yeah. just because that's in my eye line. If you're thinking about a guitar amp, 
then there's no way in your brain you can mm. think of it in any other way than saying guitar amp to yourself in your own brain. Yeah. That's how you would describe it. That's how you think of it. That's the first what, thing which comes to mind when you Because when you it. look at a guitar amp, you, 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 you've got thoughts. You don't just think guitar amp, don't you? Mm. You, you think about... What about that guitar amp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your thought, and then you're using. No, no, I, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, let's calm down. No, uh, <laughs> but but you are actually talking to yourself um, and thinking something. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. If you know, if you recognise something, no matter what it is, like you're saying about colour, you can't. You, you can never imagine a new colour. That's one thing which yes. is something. So if you see a colour, automatically your brain is automatically saying to you, green, yeah. blue. Because you know that colour as that. Yeah, but if you, you were a, tel- a, tele- a telepath and yeah. you were looking into someone else's brain, mm. would you see the colour or would you just hear your words? Um, that comes to the whole idea of how telepathy would actually work. Exactly. You know how telepathy works. Because it doesn't exist. In a te- yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a sense of reading someone's mind, to me, that's hearing their thoughts as opposed to seeing their thoughts. Yes. Yes, I, I agree with you. You could get feelings. It's uh, all feelings. Yeah, yeah. F- f- feelings is different. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you can How have feelings that... about... Mate. <laughs> 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 you can have feelings about the colour green, but you would need to actually understand that they're actually looking at the colour green and how they feel about it. I don't think you need words to tell you, right, I like the colour green. I can right. just look in it and, and get a feeling for it. And I guess that's um, completely different. But uh, I don't think you need English for that. But you would need to know that I'm looking at the colour green. And uh, therefore... And that, that wouldn't be telephony. Uh, telephony. Telephony. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you wouldn't... I'm not actually thinking I'm looking at the colour green. I'm just getting a feeling, aren't I? So you would get the feeling, but you wouldn't know what I'm getting the feeling for. This is pretty heavy for a Wednesday night, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is it a straw's question? <laughs> Fully planned. <laughs> so, Paige, what do you think? Have you got a, a thought on this, well, which I can read? Thoughts. That's yes. English. Uh, with, I think with the telepath, if you are going to go into someone's brain, it doesn't matter about language, it's about what they're experiencing, how they see that experience inside their own brain. It's different from what you actually are seeing. So you don't really need to learn that language or understand what they're seeing. It's the way that they are thinking. So it's the way that your own brain would think in someone else's brain. Yeah, but you've got your... So you're basically saying that your brain would take over, essentially, from their brain. Maybe, but you'd f- understand it, their kind of, like, nuances and things like that, but you wouldn't... It's, it's, it's a horrible fucking it, question. <laughs> yeah. it, it depends how you're reading that mind. If you're just looking at them yeah. and going... Is this your card? Hmm. You might be able to read the mind of of, of somebody going shit. That yeah, is my that card. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, be able yeah. to see yeah. it though. Yeah, would you? but they won't be thinking in my head. Shit, that's my card. You might get the feeling that shit, that's my card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, carry on. Um, in a, in and, and then you can go right. Okay, that's your card. But you are only mm-hmm. judging it off a feeling. Yeah, exactly. They could have a the feeling, similar feeling for, for that, that you don't person will get a feeling from. Yeah. They could think. So you'd be able to oh, experience that, the same that's thoughts. The card that, um, that's the card that my wife gave me on, on my such thing birthday. But Queen no, of it's, it, Yeah, <laughs> but 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 it's not. Um, but it's not the actual card that I picked out of the pack a minute ago. But would you be thinking about your wife 
So you you know the experience. Yeah, but you of wouldn't what know that you're thinking of the wife, though. You would just get a feeling that they're thinking of something. Right. It yeah. could be loss. It could be love. It could be yeah hatred. Don't get me wrong. I mean, everyone's right. going to feel different about different things as well. So how would you be able to translate that across? Yeah, it's translating it from your 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 reading their mind mm. and they're picking up say. You could look at, I don't know, a TV and think, yeah, relaxation, sitting in front of it. Someone else could look at it and think, waste of time, what's the point? Like if we, yeah. if you and me could read each other's minds and I wanted to prove that I was better at reading your mind than me, right. I could show you a card and say, is this your card? Your, your first thought might be, shit, it is my card. I hope he doesn't read it. Right. Yeah, and I can read that and go, yeah, that's your card. Yeah, right. maybe it happens the other way around. Maybe you want me to win. And then I lift it up and you go, oh, yeah, that's my card. I wonder if he's going to get it. Yeah. And that's a different feeling. It's how I interpret that feeling. Yeah. Whereas if you were reading someone's mind, you'd literally, you'd know exactly what you're holding up there or they've seen. Mm. Because in their head, they're saying seven of clubs. Yeah. And those words are going around in their head because that's the way you keep, you retain words around, isn't it? Yeah. It's the way you retain information. You think of it, and if you are thinking of something, you're thinking in your native language. In, yeah, but is, is is language possible inside the brain? Is it just? I'm thinking what's what think, at like, the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you think as a, in children, like before they actually start learning language, because they don't, then you can they don't know things like that. Grasp. When like small children dream, then they can only really dream in colours and shapes because they don't know anything else. Exactly, but isn't that where the basis comes from? You're learning something new there by language, but you still would have that feeling experiences inside your own brain before language even becomes a concept. Before it leaves yeah, but the only dream about language, stuff that they've had experiences. Yeah, once language becomes a concept, then you can't escape that whole thing. You would never be able, unless you lost the ability to speak, but you'd also lose the ability to think and everything mm-hmm. like that. You could not ever forget how to speak, how to describe things to yourself in your head, even if you've lost the ability to speak, if you became mute, the way you describe things in your head would still be the same way you describe it out loud. Mm. If you had to explain to someone what something was, you are essentially explaining to your brain what that something is. Is what I... I mean, that's the way I grasp it, and that's... My way of thinking about it is logical. Is it logical? I don't know. It's just, to me, it's logical. Yeah. To other people, it might so be. if you're thinking to yourself, right, I'm going to go to the shops today and need some more bananas. Are you thinking about the shop? Are you thinking about the banana? Are you thinking about the actual words that you just said in, in your own brain? It depends. If you uh, memorizing something like a shopping list, then you're thinking of the words, aren't you? Yes. You're not. You're not imagining like uh, peanut butter. Where am I going to find peanut butter? And you're not imagining the jar of peanut yeah. butter. You're imagining the words peanut butter. Are you? You have to be because if you've never bought, gone to the shop and bought peanut butter before, just as a random thing. Well, there's this, this test as well that you can get where um, it comes up with the word saying the color, saying green, mm. and it's in a color blue, and you've got to guess what color it is. Mm. But because you're seeing the word green, you automatically say green rather than saying blue. So is that not words then? Exactly. That to... that's the way that because you're having to speak it, your mind is first going into saying the word that you're seeing because mm. it's going in through like the motor function of into your mouth mm. to say that word and it becomes because of what you can see as a word rather isn't than what that the not more is. of a reaction rather than a uh your actual yeah I'm assuming, how your brain works i'm assuming you don't yes. have like kind of right what 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 color is this and you're like, like yeah. the green it says green it's in blue and you're not like 
take your time. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, quick, what is it? What is it? Quick, what is it? It's like a quick thing. But because as a human, if you read something, you're going to pick up on that much mm. quicker than if you see something, like a colour or something. To me, again, yeah. it's but, my immediate thought. You it, see a billboard, you're going to read the words on it like that, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, it's like word association, isn't it? Or yeah. in Glenn's yeah. case. It's a very slow click, by yeah. the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's word association. <laughs> <laughs> the the only difference is with that one that you said, it, it, rather than word association, it's, it's virtually telling you what to say. That's true. By writing it down and, and just showing that we can write this in any colour and you'll still say that, that word. But it's because it's you're reading that word, you're not looking at the colour. Yeah, in the same way that you recognise the shape of a word, essentially the shape of the way the word is written down. Mm-hmm. It, it could have said verde in well, Spanish and been in blue, and then you'd have gone for blue. But it's only because yeah. you recognise the word green and you know you, you're saying that word in your head, mm. in your language, that you're pulling that forward. Exactly. I was thinking about this point where you could have like some sort of um, like touch screen where it had the colours on there. And you can choose what colours. Would the uh, the answers be different because you actually are having to press down what colour you're seeing, rather than going through the motion of actually saying the word? You're actually pressing on a button that that is that colour. Yeah, because you'll be see different? the same. Yeah, because you'll see the same thing on the screen. Right. And all you'll be doing, you you train your brain to basically just look at the colour. You won't be reading the word as such because well, you'll just be matching things. Exactly. So if you're looking at it like that, you're going to be pressing the same colour as you can read, or you're going to be pressing the same colour that you can see. It's going to be the same colour you can see in that case because you've telepathy. No, no it's not telepathy, Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> no, because in in that sense, if you've got a reference point, then it, it's going to be so much easier to pick up on something like that. So you're doing that before thought comes out because you've been told to do that, and in your mm. brain, your words in your brain are going just match the colour, just so match the, the colour, just match the colour. Because the only reason that you're what you're saying mm. is coming out of your mouth, it may actually be different inside your brain. So if you're thinking of like the colour green, mm. it'd be green in your head. But because you're not seeing it, it's, it's, it's not uh, corresponding to the actions of your mouth. So in your brain, you could be just thinking of thoughts, could be thinking of pictures, could be thinking of anything. It's not actually making words. Mm. So I, I feel in that respect that you are able to read anybody's mind. I can't read anyone's mind. <laughs> even if they're speaking even if they speak in a different language. That's uh, my thoughts. No, um, you could possibly do it if they've got that kind of like reference point and you can see in that way. If you, you chose this question. <laughs> I wanted to wrap it up. <laughs> you shouldn't have put me on this. I, I, I like the way that you're getting to know us by asking such a weird question. <laughs> He's getting to know how... Ig- yeah. no, 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 what's the word? How um, stubborn-minded. <laughs> stubborn-minded we are. Yeah. No, not that at all. I'm just wondering about the concepts of uh, if you did get any specific sort of special powers. Do you know where I thought that question was going? When Is it logical? Going what, what special power would you uh, That's what I really <laughs> thought that was going. I thought, I thought what's, what, if you could have one special power, what would it be? And I thought, before you even finish that question, I thought, oh, what, what could it be? What could it be? Yeah. Right. And then you came up with this crazy question that I didn't know how to answer. <laughs> Where's a thinker? Ah, uh. <laughs> is it? Hey, is it? Yeah, Paige. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Okay. What's, what's your final answer? Would you say that you would be able to read someone's mind if they were Portuguese? No, not not clearly. You you pick up on things. You pick up on yes. feelings and things like that, but you wouldn't know what the feelings kind of went to because you would never even even if they were like I don't know English. 
or spoken English, you wouldn't be able to pick up exactly what they're thinking. So that's no from Stairs. Without the yes. words. I, I, I agree. With Stairs, yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to read somebody's uh, thoughts. All right. Right. Two the, against one. The okay. deep thoughts. Yeah. And if there's anybody out there on uh, Twitter, then uh, go on to at Disasterratic and tell us your thoughts and mm-hmm. type them down in English. <laughs> <laughs> no, challenge page. <laughs> if you know Mandarin, go for that one. <laughs> Finnish is a good one. <laughs> oh, that was very good. Anyway, thank you all. Okay, so that was uh, getting to know you with the telepath page. Who wins the game? You must kill me, John <laughs> Getting to Getting to Getting to know you. Very well done. Oh, God. Oh, if you've got access to iTunes <laughs> or Castbox, that's where the uh, episode will be released. Cool. Uh, you can also find us on um, Twitter at, at DisasterAttic. Um, you can DM us on there. You can drop us a tweet. You can do all sorts. Yeah. It's very, very uh, open ended. Give um, us your answer. But where else can you send the emails to? I'm not sure, Paige. Where else could <laughs> yeah. we send these? Just glad no. Send these emails to. Yes, I like it. Um, you can send the emails to uh, at uh, disasterattic at hotmail.com or disasterattic at gmail.com. That's all been very good. I enjoyed today's one. Good. That's good. All right. Good great. Um, it is. So, <laughs> toodaloo. In a while. Crocodile. Adios.